Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Mom Baker Jr. Alex Maloney, and you're listening to Walk and Preps Podcast with Tyler and Ryan. Go Baker. Greetings and welcome into the Wacom Preps Podcast. This is episode 143, a week 7 preview. I'm Rylan Spencer of Cascadia Preps, along with me as always, Tyler Anderson of Wacom Preps. Tyler, how are we doing? Doing good, doing good. Feeling energetic, finally, and uh, ready to go with this final uh, leg of the season. And and uh, it's going to be exciting to talk about only 7 games this weekend. You got your steroids. You're you're rejuvenated. You're you're ready to go. You're pumped up. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Uh, you're ready. I mean, and and you know what's great about it too, Tyler. Yeah, what's there's, that? There's a lot of games in the county too. I mean, yeah, it's it kind of everything is kind of looking good this weekend. So yeah. I I am uh, I'm excited for this this weekend's game of fo- or football games. I should say. What, there, what is it? Friday night. There's three games in the county that are county county, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that pretty, has to pretty, just have you grinning from ear to ear. It is. And I just heard from my intern like 20 seconds ago that she's going to be first half Linden Burlington, second half Ferndale Mount Vernon. So hey. she's going to be able to take pictures of those two games, which nice. is great. So getting getting a little spread out for the for well, this. Uh, what a hard weekend. little worker she is. She is, and she doesn't even have a driver's license. She's, what? And so she, yeah, her mom takes her to the games, oh. and she takes pictures. And I was gonna say that's yeah. a heck of an Uber. That'd <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be one expensive Uber ride. Uh, okay. Hey, before we go too far, I want to give a thank you to Mount Baker Junior Left Tackle Defensive End Alex Maloli for the intro. Tyler, yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty good little player there, huh? Oh man, yeah, just a just. A strong dude that's playing left tackle for the first time you know start was a tight end and got moved out there you know super strong uh great athlete just a junior and uh yeah really really good player for mount baker just that that hard-nosed mount baker style of player he fits that team perfectly we got all kinds of things to talk about here seven games as you mentioned we've got a forecast from randy small and trust we're not lying this is not a repeat like we're not just we're not just using the same one every single week. Uh, yeah. We've got another Randy Small forecast. Uh, we've got the Pickums. We have a guest picker this week who graduated just a couple years ago, and he's off playing college football. And he's uh, been nice enough to give us his picks for the week. And then we have our fantasy teams 
uh, Tyler is really, really in the basement deep on this one. Five and one. So like usual, he will pick first in the uh, in the fantasy, but we'll get to that all the way at the end. And I guess, Tyler, we do have to at some point come up with a code word, right? That's so, true. we got to come up with one. Yeah. Yeah. I still have stickers. I still have stickers. It was funny. I actually went to the grocery store today and I just put one in my pocket just in case. Just in case someone asked yeah. for a sticker. <laughs> you and just never they? know. No, no, no. Oh. You should have just slapped it on something. No, I wait. You went to the grocery store. Yeah, just like slap it on the checker's head. (laughs) Just like put it right on the forehead. Just say, leave it there. Just, just. No, I don't. I don't interact at all. No, you don't. I, I do the, I do the checker. You know, I was gonna say, do you do the self checkout? Oh yeah. Just because you you know, it's funny. I don't do the self checkout because I hate the self checkout. Now, granted. I go once a week and I buy everything for the week. And so like I actually have quite a bit of stuff that I'm buying and going through self-checkout that way is brutal because they never give you enough space for all of the extra bags. Right. Yeah. So right. you start bagging everything and it's like, dude, you don't, I don't have space for everything else. So I, yeah, I've stopped going through. not to it, mention if, if I'm doing it over there, I should be getting a discount on my groceries. <laughs> like I really should, but uh, yeah, we've got no. seven games to talk about Tyler. Yeah. Really quickly. I just got to yeah. give a quick checkout story. Oh, okay. I like this. <laughs> About 15 years ago, I was, you know, my, I go through this, you know, this weird, like introvert craziness. Uh-huh. I don't know how to explain it, but where it gets, it's harder than it's some days are harder than others. So I'm at the grocery store and usually like most of introverts, we find a store at like one in the morning. And, um, and so, but this was not one of those cases. So there's a lot of people, I'm not having a good day. I get to the checkout. And, and I freeze up and I pretended like I was deaf. (laughs) So I, so I wouldn't have to talk to the person. Yeah. And when they talked to me, I just started doing sign language and. Do you actually know sign language? Yeah. And so, and, and so I know, I know enough to get by. So then I. But were they deaf? No, no. That would have been really funny if they they were deaf and started signing back and you didn't know what they were saying. No, but I. I was really afraid. I was trying to get out of there quickly because I, if someone like said my name, I didn't want to be caught hearing. So yeah. I had to hurt. I had to make sure I got out of there quickly. But that was pretty bad. I've also done that like at Subway. Like I've ordered my my sandwich, like just pointing at stuff, and because it's so, I don't know how to explain it. Sometimes it gets really, really bad. But um, that's been a while. It's been a, at least ten years since those things have happened. So, that's anyways, awesome. I just thought I'd share. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I think you're better for it, uh, Tyler. We're all here for you. Um, you're <laughs> not an alcoholic, so that's good. This isn't no. AA. I mean, no, no. Um, no. Hey, Thursday night. By the way, ten thirteen. Really, we're already halfway into like how crazy is that? Yeah, Tyler, we're almost at at Halloween. I know. By the way, I feel like. We, we need to have like a Halloween podcast where we just talk about, I feel like you've had some crazy Halloween costumes. <laughs> I have, and I've dressed like a lot of like upper management people at work and uh, it's not ending this year. I actually got, Oh boy. Uh, I got the wig today. Um, he, I call him, his name's Rob, but I call him Tommy Lee. Oh, boy. Um, here we he's go. He's got, he's got like one sleeve, like, like tat, he's tatted up just one arm and uh, he's got like the little black earrings in, and he's got like the little uh, what's the little flavor say the soul patch? Yeah. And is and he the one the that you ma- call Doctor Feelgood? 
<laughs> and he's got black hair, like long black hair in the man bun. Oh. And so, so, I mean, he's, he's, and like when I came back from my like sabbatical from work, he was the one that kind of nixed my deal to do, to, you know, do the yeah. walk and preps thing. So, so he has no clue and nobody at work does either, but you know, no one at works listening. So I am going to dress like him. He's just crying out to say someone dressed like me with all that stuff going on. So, yeah. um, I am excited for this. This is going to be fantastic. It's, and I almost want to add eyeliner cause he's just too pretty, you know? So, um, Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. <laughs> hopefully he'll be a good sport and take a picture with me and hopefully he's not dressed up for Halloween, you know? Yeah. That would really be a buzzkill. Yeah. Um, well, hey, Thursday night out at uh, Civic Stadium, 7 p.m., the Anacortes Seahawks 6-0 and come to town to take on the Squalicum Storm, who are 4-2. and Tyler, Anacortes, they've, uh, you know, done some great things this year. And Squalicum, you know, this is a team that's been a little bit of a surprise. But uh, what do we think on this one? Yeah, it's going to be interesting because the the strengths match up really well. I think Anacortes, uh, the big play threat is always there. And I think that, you know, if if the big play threat's always there, the best way to combat that is to have a really good secondary. And I think that as far as safety tandems go, there's some really good ones in Whatcom County. And one of the best is Squalicum with Nick Watt and Jacob Donnelly. So uh, those two guys... Um, are going to be really, really busy. Uh, Anna Cordes has no problem running the ball though, either. But again, with the big, they have big play threat running the ball too. So if they break out there, uh, then you got the, you know, the County's leading tackler at safety as well. So that helps the storm. Um, you know, I think playing on a Thursday, I don't think that has too much bearing. I mean, only game in town's kind of cool. Maybe some other kids will show up there. I'll be out there for sure. Um, so I think it kind of comes down to what as how Anacortes can slow down Marcus Nixon. That's that that might be kind of what what happens. Um, you know, Squalicum has big play threat as well on offense. Obviously, Jacob Sorensen has over 500 yards receiving this year, more than anybody in Whatcom County. He's averaging almost 26 yards a catch. Um, so there's a lot of big play threat there as well. This is going to be a really interesting game because. Um, this is, I believe, Anna Cordes' first trip up to Whatcom County this year. Uh, they did play Sea Home last week at home. And, uh, you know, but they are on a roll right now. And I think that, uh, you know, it's probably been a while since they've got the best of Squalicum. As a matter of fact, it's uh, 2013 was the last time that Anna Cordes beat Squalicum. So, um, so yeah, this will be, this will be interesting. Um I think it'll be a really, really, really good game. I don't know. Um, I just hope that it can. Uh, I don't know how to. I don't know how to explain it. Like, Squalicum's played some weird games. Like they've won some sloppy games. I just they're going to need to ratchet a few things up to to keep it really they're good. Be better. Anacortes. They're yeah. Have to yeah. Be, yeah. A little more yeah. precise with things. Clean. Yeah. Cleaner. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Exactly. And, and I mean, if they do that. I mean, you know as well as I do, Lucy finds ways to do things. I mean, he yep. he, he just does. He, you know, that staff, they do a really, really good job. So, yeah, I mean, we always encourage everybody, if there's a Thursday night game, to, you know, hop on out there, 7 p.m. at Civic Stadium, 
uh, listen a little bit later. We'll give you the uh, code word or code words, whichever it is, and uh, you can get a free sticker from Tyler. Uh, Friday night, we've got six games. The first one on the docket here will also be at Civic Stadium. That's a 7 p.m. game between Blaine, who is 0-6, and Bellingham, who is 2-4. Tyler, I think you and I both agree here. This is a game where, uh, I mean, one, I think I think it should be a fantastic game, but I think this might be the game. Like Blaine, the way they played last week, if they replicate that, I think they could come out on top here. Yeah, they played so well last week in all phases. Um, you know, Offensively, they 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 guys are finding their roles. I think that's a big big part of everything gelling together. It seemed like every week there was different guys in different spots, and and that something has been working now. Um, but Meridian just outplayed them, plain and simple. But if they play that way, it's going to be really tough for Bellingham. This is Bellingham's homecoming game. Um, they're on that four game slide. They played so well in the first two weeks. They were missing a lot of guys last week. They, they've had five different guys lined up behind center. So there's just a lot of things that are not going well for the Bayhawks at the moment. I think that Gabe Van Hofwagen will be back. I think he was in concussion protocol last week. I heard that Liam Poulton Claypool might be back. So you get some of these big-time guys back. Isaac Bates has only played in one game, and in that one game he had over 100 yards receiving. I don't know his status, but, man, if they can get him back, if it'd be so nice to get some of these guys back because uh, it's going to be really, really needed in a game like this where, you know, there's, there's, it's pretty even uh, on both sides, but the trending part is what's scary. Blaine's trending up right now, even though they haven't won a game. This, they're playing better every week where Bellingham is starting to kind of trend down where things are getting tougher every week. So, uh, so you know, it's it could be a close game, another game out at out at Civic. Uh, but you know, Blaine is just um, they're really hungry to get that first win. So that's that's might be what it boils down to. Are you going to be at both Civic games this week? I am going to be at both Civic yeah. Stadium games. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, uh, uh, leave your leave, leave your bed there overnight and just uh, you know catch yeah, a catch a snooze. I do. I do have to work the day job in between, unfortunately. But oh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I I I was looking at the schedule and and um, you know I really wanted to go to Nooksack Mount Baker. I have not been to a game out at Baker this year, which is surprising. Um, and I love going out there for games. Obviously, it's Shocker. just it's just home, you know. Yep. But um, but no, my girlfriend Laura, it's, she's a Bellingham grad. It's her homecoming game, so she really wanted to. You know, I told her I said, "Pick a game you want to go to, and I'll take it to it this year." So that was the one. She goes, "Well, I want to go to Bellingham's homecoming." I said, "Okay, they're playing Blaine. That's perfect. A couple of Whatcom County teams, so I'll be there." So yeah, going out to Civic Stadium, both games Thursday and Friday night. That is Blaine at Bellingham, seven p.m. at Civic Stadium. Again, we will have a code word for you. You can get yourself a free sticker from Tyler. Uh, at both games at uh, Civic Stadium this weekend. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Yeah. 3 and 0 see or excuse me, 3 and 3 see home. I wrote that down wrong, Tyler. 3 Damn. and 0 see home. I mean, they played more games than that. <laughs> 3 and 3 see home. Headed down to Terry Ennis Stadium at Archbishop Murphy to take on the I mean, this just sounds really weird. The 0-5 Archbishop Murphy Wildcats. Uh, Seahome coming off a loss last week to Anacortes. Archbishop Murphy, well, they're coming off a loss to somebody. Um, 7 p.m. down there, Tyler. Uh, I mean, actually, the last time this game happened, were you down there? I mean, Uh, or did they play last year? I'm yeah, I'm having trouble actually on the on my database trying to look this one up. Uh <laughs> they did play. Um well, I know the, is the game you're talking about the the playoff. Last game. time they played at Archbishop was that playoff game. I was calling that on the Doug Wang network. That was a crazy game. I don't know if they've played down there since. Uh well, Archbishop went... was up Archbishop was up here at Civic. Yeah. Um and they wouldn't have played during the COVID season. Right. And so, yeah, that this could be the first time since that year that they're going down there. So, um, but yeah, this was that the was same a, coaching staff relatively. I mean, yes. Yeah. yeah minus coach Terpstra. Yeah. Uh, this is pretty much the same staff. This, and it was, uh, it was coach Beeson and those guys. It was their second year. Yes. Uh, That's so right, cause their first year they were independent, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, and okay. they, they lost their first six, but then won their last four. And that's kind of, they kind of rode that into they, they the, they were the Seahawks, right? From what was it? 2003. Yeah. Wasn't it where they, they started playing really well at the end of the season. And then in 2004, they won the division, right? Or, yeah, or no, they kinda... lost, uh, they didn't win the division, but they got to the playoffs. Right. Playoffs. Uh, but yeah, What's it's, that? it's, it's, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's kind of that way uh, again. Um, See home, you know, they've just had some really close games, um, and I think that an archbishop who hasn't won a game, this is going to be. I think Seahome's going to really, you know, lay the lumber in this one. I mean, uh, boy, and again, this is, you know, it's a conference game, but they have. I mean, they really have to win out now for any. And they need some stuff to happen yeah. for some chances I mean, they, in the playoffs. They have so. to do. They have to take care of business. Yeah, what they need to do. They need to take care of business, and then they need to, you know, hope that something else happens. I mean, yeah. and you know what? Something else could happen. I mean, yeah, you never know. There's no reason to think that uh, what Squalicum they could beat Cedro. Sure. I mean, you just don't know. Like something could happen, and that third spot could end up in a in a three way tie. Is really what they have to hope for. Yep. You know, but if they if it doesn't matter if they don't take care of business, 
Exactly. Fact of the matter yeah. is, they need to go down and do that. Um, you know, we talked about it, Tyler, on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I don't remember who it was that went down. Uh, actually, I think it was Qualicum went down to play Archbishop Murphy. Yes, it was. Yep. Uh, if you're headed down to that game, be sure to head down early, um, or I suggest parking out on the, the main street. Uh, you will park with your back to the football stadium, basically, is what you want to do. You want to be parked away from it because it can be brutal trying to get out of there. Um, food suggestion, Tyler, I'm a big fan of Brooklyn Brothers Pizzeria. As a matter of fact, one of these times when you come down this way, I don't know where you're going, but you're going to go somewhere down south. I'm going to make you go to Brooklyn Brothers because it is, to me, it is the best pizza our state has to offer. Oh, man. Uh, 15121 Main Street in Mill Creek, Washington. It's about, I don't know, three, four minutes off of the main road. Um, yeah. But it is authentic, real New York-style pizza, and it is fantabulous. I mean, it is nice. really, really good. I suggest the Bowery. I don't remember what's all on it. It's got pepperoni, sausage, maybe some garlic or something. I can't remember, but it is really, really good. Uh, yeah, it's a good one, Tyler. Uh, but yeah, so uh, if you're headed down that way, be sure to stop in there. Tell them uh, the guys from Whatcom Prep sent you. It won't get you anything other than a weird look, but uh, go ahead and let them know. Uh, yeah. Again, that's Seahome 3 and 3, headed down to Archbishop Murphy, 0 and 5, uh, 7 p.m., Terriana Stadium at Archbishop Murphy High School. Uh Tyler, big one. You talked about it potentially going out there. Nooksack Valley, 5-1, and one, headed out to Bob Tisdale Field to take on... Ron Lepper from Mount Baker High School. And the Mountaineers, they are 3-3 three and three on the season. 7 p.m. game. Uh, I feel like this is a game that... Uh, like, it could go either way, but also at the same time, you kind of feel good about Nooksack Valley, but you know what? I think Blaine is... Or, excuse me, I think Mount Baker is kind of pissed about last week. You know, I think they are angry. And yeah. I think they're going to come out hot, man. I think this week of practice is was going to be would be crazy for Baker. I just feel like in what way? You know, well, like, well, you know, all the watching the game film from Saturday was probably a little crazy that last quarter and a half. And then you know, Coach Lepp can um, direct his uh, not anger, but. Um, his teaching moments in a certain way to where you understand quickly. Gotcha. Um, and, and it will be, it's not, I mean, he used to be, you know, he would raise his voice quite a bit. No one's got a voice like coach left and everybody around the state will tell you that. But, yeah. uh, but, but it, but his focus on, you know, getting the details correct and getting everything tuned up for this is I'm sure is on, high point right now for this week and so um they've always done pretty well against that you know high flying offense of nooksack valley i think the big part of this will be how well can they move the ball against nooksack's defense right yeah, now i think that's gonna is so good at nooksack yeah so i think that's gonna be kind of the trickier part now baker's one i mean if you look at like just the last you know, 10 years and they've played each other at that time, like 17, 18 times, um, you know, Nooksack's won twice and, you know, one was by three points. The other one was by 12. So nothing crazy. Um, So Baker's kind of had their number, but Nooksack is just, I, you know, they got some dudes, you know, and they're not exactly happy either after last week. So, 
this could be, you know, this is like the battle of the East. I call it those two teams are the furthest out East and they are, um, you know, rivals. Uh, this is going to be an awesome game. Uh, this would be one, I mean, last second, if, you know, if Laura says to me, you know what, I, I'm just not, you know, I'm not feeling it. I'm going to stay home tonight. Then you I'll don't probably... even say another word. You're just out the door to, to Deming. <laughs> yeah. I'm flying I mean, you out are in the helicopter and you're gone. Yeah. Cause this would be such a great one to see just because just the, you know, you start every gate, every field has like its own feel to it you yeah. know like every team i don't know i don't know how to explain it but you know exactly what i'm talking about like you it show just, up to a certain it just feels like fun like some it's... sometimes you show up certain places and you, and you just know you're in for something yeah there's like this there's like this um like an aura this like... yeah there's like this different and then you can't even describe it like tyler it's pop keeney it's pop keeney yeah, for me for you yeah like, yeah when i drive up to pop keeney I almost rear end like 30 cars on the way because I'm already looking at the lights. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, I do like legitimately. And I park in the upper lot, which is a media lot or excuse me. It's like a personnel lot. And I don't even think I'm supposed to park in there, but they let me in because they know who I am. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just different. Some places are you just it just feels like it's, it's just more fun. Yeah. And I love all the places up here. Yeah. I just get different kinds of feels at each place. So, yeah. um, but yeah, and, and this you know would what? I'm sure that one. Whitman gets that when he walks into Rolly DeCoster. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure that Mario Gabato gets that at Blaine. You know what I mean? Like, you get that at your home field. And yeah. for you growing up there and everything, like, yeah. I mean, not to mention, yeah. it's a big game. Yeah. It's huge. I so mean, the winner, you... the winner has a real shot at the playoffs. The loser, I mean, if, if Nooksack loses, they're done. Yeah. I mean, they are. If if we're only getting two Most teams likely, like like I yeah. like I understand. Yeah. Unless there's three and I and I don't know it. I'm pretty sure it's only two. And if that's the yeah. case, Nooksack loses here and they're in a I mean, what would they have to have? They would have to they have Meridian have, beat Baker. They would have to Yeah. 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 <clears throat> you know, so I mean yeah. this is a huge game. It really is. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great one. Um, again, it's it's uh, it's one that I wouldn't mind seeing, but <laughs> but uh, you know, I'll call her. I'll call her. Or let her know. Yeah, yeah, right. Give me her number. What uh, is it? Nine one one. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, but it'll it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, I'm really excited to see this one, even if it's on film for sure. That is uh, five and one Nooksack Valley headed out to Bob Tisdale Field, Mount Baker, three and three, seven p.m. Uh, I got a feeling, Tyler, there's going to be a lot of people there, and uh, I don't know if they have a lemonade stand. What? Do they? <laughs> what? I don't know, man. That might be a good Boy, idea. That's though. a lot of lemons. <laughs> it, w- it would be good for them to have it. Um, yeah. Boy, that's funny. I should cut it up just to say, boy. Um, Linden six and zero headed down to Burlington Edison, uh, Roland Kirkby Field at two and four, seven p.m. That game is at Burlington Edison High School. Uh, Tyler, I've mentioned it before. Trainwreck Barn Grill. That is the place that I recommend down there. It's uh, I mean, right down the street from the stadium, but uh, they have fantastic food. I love their I love their burgers, uh, and they have really really good homemade cheesecake there. But Tyler, last year this game came down to a last-second field goal. These two teams look, uh, well, Linden looks pretty similar, but Burlington Edison looks very different than they were a year ago. Yeah, um, they're kind of struggling right now, but this is a team. I mean, if there's anybody in the county that knows them, or you know, in the league that knows them, I think Andy Olson knows them pretty well. And 
uh, I got a feeling he's going to have his guys ready to go. Exactly. This is that's a great point. You know, it's uh, it's sometimes there's there's matchups where you throw the records out. And I know that's a cliche and people hear it all the time and it's stupid, but it's that's one of those matchups because um, it's just that Burlington always plays Linden hard. They always do. They've played every single year since 1993, other wow. than the COVID year, other than the COVID year. Yeah. Burlington got them that first year, and they've only won five others since then. So Linden's kind of had their number, but they always play good games. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's and it, last year you were there. It was a yeah. 38-35 win. Tremendous game. Kicks, kicks the game-winning field goal. That was one of the um, best football games I saw all last season. Yeah, just a great football game like if you were yeah. if you didn't have anything really riding on it which you probably didn't i don't unless you, you had it in your guys's pick them but yeah you had a little side bet going yeah, you never know i, I, I might sideline. i might have a bookie <laughs> yeah um could you imagine you know. me doing that though <laughs> with, with oh, betting man. lines i got a feeling I, I could do pretty well <laughs> i think so yeah um uh, what kind of what kind of points are you giving burlington in this one yeah what's the over under on the uh burlington uh linden yeah. game 35 yeah I'll take right the under. Um, but yeah, that's, it, this is always a great, great matchup. Um, you add it that it's down at Kirkby field where it can, it, cause Burlington's gonna, you know, like they're a little down this year and Linden is just loaded. So to get a little bit of that help is, would, would be nice, but man, it's just so hard to, to see Linden losing, you know, to anybody. It's just, it's just, uh, they just have that machine going that they, they've had some scares, but they just know how to win. Those kids have been doing it for so long. Um, and yeah, you're right though. I mean, Andy Olson, you know, you just never know. Yeah. You just never know. You just you know, don't. I mean, I think we yeah. feel good about Lyndon in this one, but you just, you know, every now and then, I mean, maybe he's got like Blake Whitman's password to his huddle and he's got <laughs> all the, uh, you never know, never know. Um, yeah. Yeah, Linden six and zero headed down to Burlington Edison two and four seven p.m. Roland Kirkby Field at Burlington Edison High School. Uh, also headed down that way, Ferndale, the Golden Eagles four and two. They are traveling down to Mount Vernon, just a little bit south of there, uh, about I don't know five minutes south of there uh, to Mount Vernon. I think it's called Bulldog Stadium, if I can remember correctly. Uh, Mount Vernon zero and six on the year seven p.m. game. Uh, now, Tyler, I could easily recommend the Trainwreck Bar and Grill. Because right. you could easily go to the other one. But you know what? Linden and Ferndale fans don't get along too well. So I'm going to send the uh, Ferndale fans to the big scoop. Get yourself oh, you uh, a burger, some uh, crinkle fries, and just here's a pro tip. Get the birthday cake shake at the big scoop. Ooh-wee! <laughs> it's a good one, Tyler. Let me tell you. Uh, but yeah, so Tyler, Mount Vernon. I mean, uh, you know, this is a game. It's kind of interesting. This is the exact same thing that happened Last year, you had Linden at Burlington Edison and Ferndale at Mount Vernon the exact same night. It's almost like they took last year's schedule and just did it again. I actually yeah. wonder if they did. <laughs> Seems like that's been going around with a, with a few things, but the but like the timing is different. That was like week three last year or something. Or we, you know, that was earlier in the year. It? Yeah, it was pretty early um, because that was part of that run that Linden had where they played. Oh yeah, they played some really tough teams to start yeah, out. Yeah, because you know what I saw. I saw Burlington Edison like two weeks later, and then I saw Linden like a week after that. Yeah. I saw those two teams a lot last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were coming up north a little bit. I know. Bit, and this you know? year, like, I don't think I've gone any further north than what? Popkini? 
<laughs> have I? I don't even know if I have. Have I gone no. north? I don't know. I've gone south a couple of times. Anyway, Tyler, <laughs> Ferndale, Mount Vernon. What are we looking at? Yeah, I mean, this is this could be this could get ugly. Um, I think that I think that uh, you know I don't know much about Mount Vernon. I've just seen who they played and how the outcomes have been, and that's not good. Uh, Ferndale has played some teams that have that have uh, beaten Mount Vernon and have just wiped the floor with them. So this one could get ugly. Um, it's tough because, you know, Ferndale, even though they're four and two, like the wins that they've had, their guys haven't been out there for the whole game. So it's a little, that's a little scary for, we talked about that in the last podcast about when guys yeah. aren't used to playing whole games and, yep. and uh, it kind of looked like that could happen again um, this week, but you just never know. But when you have that, you take advantage of certain things, things that you want to work on. You know, I'd love to see them maybe throw the ball a little bit more. I'd love to see, um, you know, just some younger guys get in there and maybe mix in a little mix with the older guys every once in a while, like maybe some defensive backs or some interior linemen, stuff like that. Just kind of get in there and mix with them. And then knowing that, you know, they'll get their playing time a little bit later too in the game, but maybe just some rotational stuff, stuff like that. And just try and just try some stuff. Um, the one thing that is discouraging about this game is that I know the film is going to be tough because it's so yes. it's, it's not it's elevated awful. at all. And so getting stats in this one is going to be really, really hard. This is one where like, Oh man, I, you almost have to like watch on the NFHS network and rely on the PA announcer to see who carried the ball. Yeah. It, it's tough sometimes, but um, I'll do my best on this one. Um because it might be the last story I write because I'm going to dread doing the game film. <laughs> but uh, you're going to like take but, a quick peek at the film and then go, "Yep, that's what yeah, I thought." I'll get, but I'll hopefully, get to that one hopefully, yeah, hopefully Carlson and Neil Nielsen and those guys will just break off some long ones and make, make it, it easy, easy for yeah. me. Because if they just start, if they just pile in the middle of the line and get three yards, I'm, you know, it's going to be tough. And I'm hoping that they, I'm hoping that Mount Vernon opens it up and throws it because it's a little easier to do stats that way. If they're running it up the middle and it's just like, oh, okay, I think that's Bungard on the tackle. I don't know. It's so hard yeah. to see. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. But it could be a quick one for Mount, for Ferndale. Uh, yeah, that's 4-2. and two. Ferndale headed down to Mount Vernon at 6, 7 p.m. at Bulldog State. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Damon Mount Vernon. Uh, Meridian 4 and 2, they head uh, just barely up the road to Linden Christian 6 and 0, 7 p.m. Um, Tyler, who has a shorter travel this week, Nooksack or Meridian? Um, oh, that's wow. I it's oh, got to be Meridian. That, I think I it's mean, Meridian. Yeah. yeah, I think it's Meridian. I mean, yeah. that is just right up the road. By the way, do they do they have a name for the Nooksack Baker game? Is it like Battle of Nugent's Corner or something like that? Like no, there's there's no game for it. Uh, maybe the Adelaide Whitworth Bowl because he played at Baker last year and he's playing for Nooksack now. <laughs> um, but I mean, oh, no one's dude. gonna, no one else is gonna get that reference. So yeah, the Highway uh, Nine Bowl isn't doesn't Highway Nine continue up there? 
It does. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, you know, you never know. The it's, Highway uh, 9 fight. That would be a good one. Um, the rumble for it, Highway 9. And, you know, Corey only lives in the Mount Baker School District, but he goes to Nooksack Valley. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, Meridian, Lynn and Christian, Tyler, tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. That one, again, awesome history. Um, so many times where that, that, it always seemed to be that always was like the week nine game that decided the league championship back in the day. It seemed like that happened a lot. And, you know, Coach K. Mink and Bob Ames had such a big time history. Now Patrick and, and Coach Terpstra are starting their own, which they're the two track team coaches, which is kind of cool. So they oh, kind of, they already have the overtime. Built- we'll just have a runoff. Yeah, they kind of have a built-in history, which is kind of cool. Um, Both quarterbacks shot putting the ball all game. <laughs> yeah, i I talked to Patrick Ames uh, before the Blaine game last week. Just kind of you know said hi to him and stuff, and and he and it was so funny because you don't realize how busy these head coaches are. I mean, you know, but it's like you just really don't know. Yeah. And we're 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 busy guys, but they're busy in a different kind of way. Where they're focusing on like like their team and what's in front of yep. them. Well, then their teachers and like yeah, yeah. exactly. Their 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 parents and you know yeah. whatever. So Patrick asked me, so how good is Elsie? Like, so what does Elsie look like this year? And I'm thinking like, what you don't know? Like they're undefeated. He hasn't seen anything because he's not they. You know, he was going to wait until after this game to focus on them and and. Um, I'm sure he knows now that they're pretty good. <laughs> so um, it'll be it'll be uh, it'll be something that I think that Meridian's going to do everything they can to hang with them. And you just never know what they're going to do. They might they're going to start. They could start out five wide. They could start out goal line offense. You just never know what they're going to do. They could go wildcat. They could start throwing hook and ladders out there in the first quarter. I've seen it all from the Trojans. So you just don't know. They're going to find ways to try to, you know, maybe use their speed against them, you know, do some screen passes, stuff like that. They're going to find little ways. They're so good at creating plays and being a a different type of defense for that kind of offense, that kind of stuff. Um, It's hard to it's hard to say what Landon Downey is. Is he a safety? Is he a linebacker? Is Jackson Hurl, but a middle linebacker? Is he a defensive end? It's week to week. It's almost play to play. They they. They, they move around so much and do so many different things. And then you got Lyndon Christian, who's just this machine, like, you know, just a terror going through opponents where they're six and no, but four of their games, they've haven't really had to play a ton. Two of them were against, you know, top teams in the state and they showed, they showed what they could do. And they, their guys got to play four quarters and they're just going to be really, really hard to stop right now. They have a ton of confidence, um, and, and it's should. and that yeah of course they should uh they, by the way they the moved num- into the number one spot in the cascadia preps rankings this week exactly so uh yeah that came out earlier today i was just looking at that and i'm not surprised i mean and when you see all that it's it's uh it's a great thing for the linen christian program uh coach terpstra has done a tremendous job taking over for a legend and continuing it, it's easy. It's hard to be the guy that follows the guy. You want to be the guy that follows the guy that follows the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I don't want to coach after John Wooden. I want to be the coach that's after the coach. Of yeah, John that takes Wooden. over for the guy that screws it up. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, so he took over something. 
it's going really well. He's put his own stamp on it with his offense and his defense and it's, everything's going great. And, and it's not just a bunch of seniors. There's underclassmen and you know, the links have really shown really in the last four or five years that they were on the rise and they're there to stay. And when they're up there and playing like that, because the, the other programs are so good. Football has been down a few times, like little pockets, but when they're going good, they stick around for a while and they don't look like they're going anywhere. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, Meridian four and two. Headed to Linden Christian, 6 and 0, 7 p.m. Tyler, we got games on Thursday. We got games on Friday. And the guy to give us the weather report for the weekend is Randy Small from Whatcom County Weather. Whatcom County Weather on Facebook and WatcomCountyWX.com. Let's kick it over to Randy and hear about the forecast for this weekend. Hello, Whatcom County football fans. You may not believe me for what I'm about to say, but for the seventh week in a row, we're going to have an amazing Thursday night and Friday night of football coming this week. Uh, Temps look to be in the mid-upper 50s at kickoff with a crisp night unfolding for football, mostly clear skies, no rain, and light to variable wind. What an amazing October run for football. Next week, there's a hint of change, but we won't get into that quite yet, but enjoy the evenings uh, coming up this week, following your favorite f- high school football team. I mean, you know what I like most, Tyler? What's that? He said crisp. Yeah. I mean, those are the nights I like. Yeah. yeah. I like crisp, and I don't even know exactly what it is, but I like it. I, and I mean, Tyler, it's ridiculous to think about the weather that we have had this year. Seven weeks of just beautiful weather. I know he said something about next week. Maybe, uh, you know, mm. Tyler, we're going to we're gonna talk about it on the podcast next <laughs> Monday. We're going to yeah. speak it into existence. Eight weeks. We want eight. Eight weeks in a <laughs> row of good weather. We're going to do it from every week from now on. Eight oh, weeks. Man. And then nine weeks. And then ten weeks. We're going we're gonna to have great weather. I can just feel it. Um, again, Whatcom County weather, you can find it at facebook.com backslash Whatcom County weather or WhatcomCountyWX.com weather from the Pacific Northwest. It's everything. He does an amazing job over there and we've seen awesome pictures. We've seen all kinds of good stuff. Randy small, the man's man, the pros pro with the, uh, Whatcom County weather forecast. Tyler, let's talk about the pickums this week. We got a new picker. We got a new picker, a guest picker, and it's a guy that we all know. As a matter of fact, his brother is going to be playing in one of these games. That's right. It's big bad Tim Mollo, who's out now at Brown University. I think it's Brown University. University of Brown? No, that would be awful. That yeah, would sound Brown. really bad. Yeah, Brown University. <clears throat> Brown University. Right. The Bears. The Brown Bears, which yep. has always made me laugh. Um, <laughs> well, it's just funny. Like, Brown Bears. Like, what a perfect yeah. name. Brown Bears. Yeah. Like, they could have picked about eight different animals. and they went. I mean, Bears was perfect. Brown Bears. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Tim Mollo, uh, graduate, was he a 2020 graduate? Yeah. His senior year was that COVID year. Yeah. 2020 graduate of, uh, Seahome high school, the Mariners. And, or 20, uh, no, 2021, 2021. Well, oh yeah. Cause it was 2020 football season, 2021. Yeah. yeah that's what it was. March of 2021 yeah. when they played. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, uh, so yeah, Tim Mollo, uh, first off, thanks to him for that. Did I, I, he had to have done a, an intro for us at some point, right? Oh yeah, I'm I mean, sure I would, he did. If, if he didn't, we should be fired from our own podcast. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, so looking over the pickums here, Tyler, we are everybody, including Joe, 
picking Anacortes, Seahome, Linden, Ferndale, and Linden Christian. There's two games that have a couple of discrepancies here. Yeah. Tim going way out there on the limb, even though we both just called it a 50-50 game, basically. <laughs> Mount Baker. He's picking Mount Baker. The rest of us are taking Nooksack Valley. And then Eric and Connor, who have not made a lot of friends picking against Whatcom County teams this year. Uh, Eric and Connor are both taking Bellingham while you and I and Tim, and that means Joe, are taking Blaine to get their first win of the year. So uh, not a whole lot of uh, differences, but a couple of significant ones there that uh, we'll see how it turns out this week. Uh, On the season, Eric leads the way 40-9. and Tyler's a couple behind him at 38-11. and Connor 37 and 12. Joe's also 38 and 11, by the way. And then uh, myself, I am 36 and 13. And then the guests this week, Tim Mallo, 32 and 17. Tyler, let's get right into the fantasy picks. Basically, I've taken you to the woodshed five times. Um, <laughs> you got lucky once. All right. Uh, but again, last week, I got you by 10 points, 139 and a half to 129 and a half a reminder we're picking a quarterback a running back receiver we're picking a front seven player which could be a lineman on defense or a linebacker and we're picking a back seven player which could be a linebacker or a safety slash uh, corner we're picking a kicker and then we're taking an offensive line the entire offensive line and we are picking a team defense so uh we got a lot of stuff i mean we got to do it tyler you get the first pick um, oh, and by the way, we cannot pick a player we picked last week. So you and I right now, we both have the list of players right in front of us. I won't go over that, but we got them. Tyler, you've got first pick. Go ahead yeah. and take yeah. your pick. Well, I I can't afford to lose anymore, obviously. Um, and so well, I'm yeah, just going to... A reminder, too, we're only going to week 10. Yeah. Week 10 is going to be the last week. So that being said... <laughs> You got to win. You got to win from here out, and then we, we have to come up with a potential coin flip or something for, for week 10. All right. Um, excuse me. I I have to win. So um, I the thing, that's, the thing that jumps out at me is that the offensive lines get huge points when the teams do well because we're, you know, we're, we're taking into account points scored and yardage and everything, so – I'm locking up the Seahomes offensive line. I think the Mariners are going to, you know, they they have been frustrated the last few weeks. I think they're going to put up, you know, six or seven touchdowns at least and just rack up those points for me. So I'm going to go Seahome offensive line. Probably a smart move. I picked up 43 last week. You picked up 39 from offensive line play. Um, so, yeah, having the first pick and taking that is probably not a terrible idea. I'm gonna go. <clears throat> I'm gonna go front seven here. Uh, I think I'm gonna ride a hot hand that has just been putting up numbers and doing just crazy things. I'm gonna take Jake Mason from Ferndale in the front seven. He has just always, been, yeah, yeah always I mean, wise. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, you feel like you could take him pretty much most weeks, but man, he has been hot recently. I mean, yeah, he has been he, really, really good. You know, 19 stops total behind the line of scrimmage so far this year. My goodness. That's that's in six games. So that's over three a game. And, uh, and boy, I tell you what, last time they played at Mount Vernon, he was so close to a scoop and score that 
I foresee it happening. So that's not a bad pick right there. Make it happen. I know he's listening. Make it happen, Jake Mason. <laughs> Scoop it, score it, and then just keep on running like um, like what's his name, uh, Forrest Gump, and yeah. just make your way down to the big scoop because that's where you're headed, and get yourself a birthday cake shake on me. Um, I'm also going to go quarterback here, and oh I feel good about Jeremiah Wright this week. I think he's going to have opportunity to both run and throw this week, and uh, – I could see him getting a couple of touches, something similar with like what he did uh, against Royal. Yeah, that's a that's a good call because he hasn't played a lot of games where he's played the full game, and that could happen th- this week. So that's probably a pretty it's uh, pretty good idea. Um, you know, I might have to counteract your Jake Mason either with. A back seven player from Ferndale. Or you know what? I'm just going to take the entire defense of Ferndale. He says, the heck with one guy. I'm taking the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I'll take, take, I'll take the, the other thing. 10 plus your guy. Yeah, right. So um, so if he does, so if Jake Mason does, or should I say will, score that touchdown, then I get the points for that as well. I just, I need, I need every, any little thing I can get. And... Let's see here. Speaking of any little thing I can get, how about Troy Pets at kicker? Because you know he's going to put up points. You know, at Burlington last week, your last year, he kicked that field goal as well, yeah. as well as five extra points. So maybe uh, what would have maybe, what would his numbers have been last year? What would he have gotten you as from a, that as a from that yeah. game? Yeah, that would have been eight points from that game. That's five extra points. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and so you know, I think he's. I think he's due for another field goal. It's been a little while. Uh, he's been kicking in the extra points, but I think he's due for a field goal here. So I'm going to go Troy Pets kicker. All right. I have taken front seven and quarterback. <clears throat> I'll tell you what, Tyler. Since we were both pretty gung-ho on Blaine this week, mm-hmm. I'm going to take running back Colby Ship, who I could see him having a huge night. I could see him having a night where he just – yeah, doesn't stop getting carries. Yeah, I could I could see that being I could see this being the night for them. Like I could see if they get on a roll and they're running the rock, I could yep. see Jay Dodd just I mean absolutely running them into the ground. You know what counter, I mean? Like counter, just, counter. exactly. <laughs> and yep. I'd be over there just sweating on the sideline, just watching it, going, "You beautiful!" <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> I'm also gonna take go gonna go try to go a little strategy in a way here i'm gonna take hunter jones i feel like you know this is a game where on offense or defense uh, on offense i'm gonna take him at receiver okay so i'm gonna take him at receiver thinking to myself here they're gonna be maybe keen on josh and elmer a little bit i could see jagger fife getting him the ball but also if for some reason they do get up by 28 35 or something this being linen christian maybe a couple of late touchdowns or something you know, yeah. A couple of uh, who was it that did it a couple of weeks ago? Uh, there was well, hundred. Well, uh, it was Vizetti. Uh, Vizetti. Yeah, yeah Vizetti did it a couple of weeks ago when they were down by a good chunk. He he got a couple late, so I could see that happening with uh, with Hunter Jones this week. He did the same against Nooksack. You know, he had a good game going when yes. it was a close game early, and then in the second half when there was a running clock, he scored a like a late seventy four yard touchdown, which you know, boom, that's a 
chunk of points right there. So see, yeah, Tyler, I, totally I mean, this that. is this is what good GMs do. <laughs> yeah, this is this, this uh, is what they do here. I'm no Matt Millen. Yeah. Uh, well, Who, by the way, Tyler, did you yeah. watch the Seahawks game on Sunday? Uh, no. Okay, you remember how bad Matt Millen was as a GM? Yeah. He's even worse as a color commentator. Oh, he's commentating now? Yeah, unfortunately, he was. You know, he was really good as a middle linebacker. Yeah. That's the unfortunate thing. Yeah, well, that's back really before good. they had those concussion helmets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Guess He's so. got major CTE going on. Nothing oh, to laugh man. about, but he needed Landon Hatchett's helmet like 35 yeah. years ago. <laughs> uh, Tyler, you have taken, let's see here, you have taken defense, you've taken kicker, and offensive line. So you still got quite a bit to go here. Yeah. I'm looking at what you haven't taken, and you haven't taken a back seven guy. I have not. And I have not either, so that's where I need to go. And and again, this is tricky with, you know, picking defensive guys is hard. Yes. I think Um, picking the front seven is easier than the back seven. I agree. Because the front seven, you can kind of lean on a few guys, and it's like, yeah, we know who's going to get in the backfield a lot and who's going to do some things. The back seven is the hard one because sometimes you're like, you're thinking of a guy, then you're like, man, you know what, though? He might be (laughs) out in the first half. Yeah. You know? Um, So I'm going to take Caden Stite at Linden Christian as a back seven guy. He is a linebacker. um, But I think that Meridian... They like to run between the tackles a lot, so he could be involved yeah. a lot there. But Caden Stite's also very good in pass coverage, and and if they have to start throwing quite a bit, which Meridian has no problem doing, he can be involved in that too. So I think he's just going to be kind of all over the field. As long as he doesn't pick capacity. off any passes that were intended for Hunter Jones, we're okay. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I'm going to go running back as well. And I think I'm going to stay on that see home train with the offensive line and go and go uh tommy funk i think that's the way to go oh i like where this is headed tyler oh yeah yeah Anytime we can play the song, Tyler, I, I'm I'm on board. You keep yeah. picking. I mean, maybe maybe we just need to have somebody pick them every every week for the rest of the week. Um, <clears throat> I like it, Tyler. So let's see here. I've picked front seven QB, running back, wide receiver. So I need offensive line. I need back seven. I need defense altogether, and I need a kicker. Um. Hmm, so many choices, so many choices, so many different angles to go with this, Tyler. You've picked everything, right, that I need? Yeah, vice versa, too. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I think I'm going to go with Grady Evans, kicker from Home. Nice. I think he could uh, be in line for some quite a few extra points this week. Um, And then I'm going to go, let's see, wait, who did you take in your back seven? I took Caden Stite from Lennon Christian. All right. I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a guy that Brandon Huffman really really likes. And that's Brody Bauman. Oh, his running seven. mate right next to him, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go I I think I mean, I think we're both kind of convinced those two are going to have should have opportunities to have big games. Um 
and yeah, Brandon Huffman, he was all about Brody Bauman, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, he likes Kane Stite too. Yeah, he actually he does. Yeah, he, yeah, likes, he them likes them both. If if Brandon if the way Brandon Huffman talks is right, they're winning state for the next like nine years in a row. <laughs> That's what oh, he keeps man. talking about. How they just always have these six foot three, hundred and ninety, you know, like yeah. he's like it's just one after another. He's like every stinking year. I was like, Yeah, you're right. Yep. <clears throat> All right, Tyler, you need front seven, quarterback, and wide receiver. Yeah, I'm always taking the quarterback late. You are. I think it's because like, you always take the quarterback early, so I know I can sit on it. But yeah, um, Actually, you know what? That's exactly what it is because you always try to pick what is – you always try to pick first in a, in a category. Sure. Yeah, I try to. Um, let's see here. Now, you're talking about how, how it's easier to pick a front seven guy than a back seven guy. So I'm going to get my yeah. front seven guy out of the way. And um, there are like, you are, and there are certain guys that you can kind of count on to get some numbers, especially behind the line of scrimmage. And and even though I like them, I think you're going to like this pick even more, Ryland. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with Tommy Funk from Seahome as my front seven. Oh, hold on. Yep. Do you dance? Do you dance when you do that? Like, I mean, I'm over here, like, having a good old time, Tyler. I mean, if there's oh, anybody I... peeking in my windows, I look like a friggin' idiot, but <laughs> I'm having a good old time over here. Oh, you know what? Can, can I? Does Tommy Funk do anything at kicker? Because I might want to switch my guy. <laughs> I don't think he kicks. I probably could, but, you know. Can I take a kickoff guy? Does he at least do kickoff like Hugh Beeson did? No. Or he did it so. once or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Tyler, All right. you still need a quarterback and a receiver, which – kind of go hand in hand <laughs> yeah let's go um you know you know a quarterback who had a great game last week and i think is going to keep riding high Geno smith <laughs> close Taysom hill oh geez louise uh don't even get me started anyway who do you got kale evinger from oh, blaine okay i think that uh we're you both know, picking three, blaine offensive guys here yeah three touchdown passes last week no interceptions, almost 200 yards passing. Um, wow! And this is gonna, this is really gonna hinge on what happens. If they run heavy, that's you. Pass heavy, that's me. That could be, that could be the make or break for our entire season. Hey, so um, Jay at least Dodd I'll- is a is a running man, <laughs> and yeah. he knows I'm going for the championship today, Tyler. Yeah. For this week, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run the well, rock, I'll- coach. Run the rock. I'll- I'll be there, so I'll just tell him before the game. I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, is you that you can't be out that, there swaying like, the vote? <laughs> it's like insider trading. Kind yeah, of. that's like that's like uh, you know you're not allowed to talk politics in the line at the voting booth. You know what I mean? Right, like right. you can't yeah. go out there doing it. Like you're like bringing water to them. Like you're out here like trying to. I'm I'm desperate, Ryland. I'm down five to one. You're gonna like I, show up with an all meats pizza and be like, "Hey, coach. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey heard you're a carnivore." <laughs> hey, hey. hey hey oh man um okay let's see here i need the two team categories left i guess huh see home defense sounds good to me so i'm gonna go with those guys because yeah i mean let's face it pretty much everybody has been stifling just archbishop murphy 
Um, So that's where I'm going to go there. Now, I need an offensive line. And my brain tells me to take Linden. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm going to go... Hmm. I think I'm going to go Nooksack Valley here because I feel like those big hogs up front are just, I think they're pissed off. I think they're mad. I think they are just all kinds of angerified. That's a word. I made it up, but it's going to work because that's what they are. And um, wow, there's a motorcycle that just went flying by my house. That guy had to have been going 140 miles an hour. Unbelievable. That's probably Duke Haleapiapi driving by Angerfied. Well, oh, I thought you were going to say he rides a motorcycle. I was about to just <laughs> absolutely lose it. Like, can you imagine that guy on a motorcycle? Like, it would have to be one of those ones with the dual back wheels, you know, like a a, a trike. <laughs> yeah, with the hair flowing. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, exactly. It, I could awesome. see I could see him showing up in like some oh. you know chaps and like you know like the leather from head to toe, just with a bandana, like a purple bandana. Yeah, I'm here to play football. Yeah, he doesn't wow. ride the bus with the team. He rides his Harley. <laughs> uh, Tyler, you still need a receiver, though. Yeah, you know, I, I'm i looking up and down my roster, and I'm loaded with Seahome guys, so I'm just going to might as well just keep that going. I think Andre Watson is a, huh? is a highlight machine, and I think that um, this is a game where you know, the production's there, too. He's not all highlights. There's a lot of production, too, but I think he's going to match the highlights with production this week. I think he's going to yeah. have one of those crazy games, over 100 yards receiving, couple touchdowns, and I need it. So um, banking on him to, with my final pick, and and uh, I picked him earlier this year, and he had a really good game, so I'm hoping for it again. Not going to lie. As you started talking about, you know, picking another Seahome, I'm sitting there yeah. thinking, thinking to myself, I don't know what the rules say. Can he take Tommy Funk at receiver, too? I was like, oh, because it because I because you'd be getting the same points both ways. Like I have Tommy yeah. Funk at running back, but if he catches something out of the backfield, I mean, that'd be brilliant I, to do with Marcus Nixon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, there are certain guys where you, yeah. know, you, you double dip a little bit, you know. All right, so there it is. Tyler has Seahome offensive line, Ferndale defense, Troy Pets at kicker, Caden Stite at Caden Stite at back seven. Tommy Funk at running back. Tommy Funk, again, at front se- By the way, it's two weeks in a row that one of us has picked the same guy twice. That's right. Cale uh, Evinger at quarterback. Andre Watson at wide receiver. I have Jake Mason front seven. Jeremiah Wright quarterback. Colby Ship running back. Hunter Jones receiver. Grady Evans kicker. Brody Bauman back seven. Seahome defense and Nook Sack Valley offense. Tyler, we only got one thing left to do here. We got to come up with a code word. Having to do with Tim Mallow. Yeah, yeah. You got anything in mind here? I mean, the only thing I could think of is brown bears. Yeah, that might be good. Either brown or bears or brown bears. Or Ivy but, League. Or Ivy League could yeah. be good. How about, yeah. how about brown bears or Ivy uh-huh. League? I love it. I but love if they it. come up and they say Harvard, they're getting punched in the mouth. Well, I mean, I'm not. I mean, a you're not going to fight person. anybody. Yeah. No, no. And but, actually, you're um, too short, so you're going to punch them in the chest. Right, um, exactly. I mean, I would assume. Yeah, I mean, let's see. Their close, their closest rivals got to be Harvard, maybe Yale, but other than that, I mean, all the other schools are a little decent. Like Princeton's a little what New Jersey, I think. Yeah, then, Princeton's New Jersey. Yeah, yeah Cornell is. Uh, ever heard of it? Cor- ever Cornell heard of is it? what New York, upstate New York, I think. Yeah, 
And then Dartmouth is. Uh, what about Columbia? Are they in New York? That's in New York City. Yeah. Um, that's like right by the Bronx. Right. And then um, Dartmouth is. Is it New Hampshire? No, it's Vermont. New Hampshire. Uh, yes, yeah, one of those. Yeah. Which one's to the left? Is that New Hampshire? The one that's shaped like a V is Vermont. That's the only way I can tell the difference. How about that? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know one of them was shaped like a V. Well, they, you know, they like one is, one is more like. Oh, one's skinnier on the bottom than it is on the top. Exactly. Yeah, and that is Vermont. Yeah. Yep. What, what's the capital of Vermont, Tyler? Montpelier. It is. You know um, how you remember that one, Mont Mont. No. Oh. Yeah. Well, you know. I used to be on the uh, when I was a kid. I dominated the geography quizzes. Oh, me too. Dominated yeah. them. I knew yeah. all of those. Tyler, so the two things my mom used to always make me do. The ge- What's that? She used to make me. What's that? She used to make me always do the capitals. And she used to, yeah. every week, we would slowly. So we learned the alphabet forwards, and then we learned it in reverse. Yeah. And she used to, like, every, I think it was, like, for, like, a month, we would take the alphabet, and we'd say, like, one line of the alphabet backwards. And eventually, right. we could say the whole thing. Like, if I ever got yeah. pulled over, and they were like, can you say the alphabet backwards? Bam. Done. Yep. I mean, I could say it right away. It was the easiest thing. Like, I don't know how I picked it up so fast and easy, but um, yeah. Some people, everyone's brain is different. Give yeah. give me a number between 1 and 46. 43. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> George W. Bush. Oh, oh, I know what you're doing there. Okay, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. that one would have been pretty easy. I'd have gone 45 right. for Trump and then two backwards. Only yeah. only reason I know Trump was 45 is cuz everybody kept calling him 45, 45, 45. Yeah. Um Well, wow, so that's wild. So you know the presidents by their number? Yeah, I started doing that when I was like 5. Huh. And, Tyler, uh, did you ever was... play Guitar Hero? Oh yeah. So you know how you look at the screen and you'd see like I don't I don't even know what the colors are like left to right. Yeah. But, you know, like if you're doing the three chords, it was, you know, I don't know, green, yellow, red or whatever, right? Yeah. And yeah. they'd add a fourth one and then they added a fifth one. Yeah. For whatever reason, when I played that game, I didn't see it as colors. I saw it as yeah. numbers. One, two, three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as the game would go, I would just, in my head, I would, whatever hand or whatever yeah. finger was with that number, I would just do it. Right. Yep. So if it was like one and two, it was, it was 12. It was 23, 13. Oh, They're like, boom, boom, you. boom, boom, boom. It was so easy for me to do it as numbers as opposed to colors if i had to do it by colors i was screwed i got a really funny story about guitar hero my my sister got it i had never seen it before i never heard of it and she got it and i came over there for dinner this was years (laughs) ago obviously and she's been dying to ask me to play it because i'm a musician so she was like but she kept holding back because she was like he's probably gonna think it's some stupid you know fisher price toy Cause it's like a little plastic guitar. So she's like, she wanted me to, she wanted to see me play it so bad, but she didn't, she thought that I would be like, Oh, too cool for school type yeah, thing. No way I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I was me like, eating Oh, a veggie burger. Are you right? So then I was like, Oh, this looks like fun. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. And the songs were so cool. I played it for probably two hours yeah. and on my way home, I bought it. It's fun. I, I was it, hooked. It's just it, for, so I'm not like a, I love music. Like I love listening to music, but yeah. I don't know anything about music. Right. But right. like that kind of taught me something. Like it ca- taught me a lot of like basic things about music. And then yeah. I kind of like learned a little bit more. But it was like, to me, it was just really cool. And and actually, so my roommate at the time, 
was um, a guitarist, and yeah. he's still in a band to this day. And um, and he thought at first he he was like, "This is stupid." But then he kind of like watched us and saw that we were like having fun with it. And it was just kind of stupid, you know. Like it was just yeah. it was just fun. And next, you know, like we were having contests, and yeah. like I remember one time, one time my sister judged us as to oh, who yeah. who was the best. It wasn't just who had the best score. Yeah. Oh, you had to put on a show. You had to have style. Yeah. I dove over the back of the couch. <laughs> I, I I played it. Uh, I was playing with my teeth at one point. Yeah. Like oh, I broke it all out. I yeah. won. My yeah. score was awful, but I won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my score was not good, but I yeah, I'm not even kidding you. At one point, I was just like, uh, and I just dove over the couch. What time for my dad's birthday? I brought over Guitar Hero Beatles edition. Yeah, yeah. And it was just Beatles songs, and he's a huge Beatles fan, so I brought that over. And 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 now I'm worried about the same thing. He's been a professional musician for 50 yeah. years, so I'm thinking, oh man, he's gonna hate this. And he, you know, he's 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 playing along. But you brought and I'm the Beatles. Along. And, and yeah, and so, and I remember like three or four songs in, he's like, "Ah, oh, screw this!" And he plugged in his actual bass guitar with the amp <laughs> and just played along with every song on his real bass while I played the guitar hero. It was pretty cool. That's funny. That yep. is really funny. I uh, <laughs> I loved playing that game. I mean, it was it was fun having all the different songs. Um, Crazy on You from Heart was probably the song that I liked playing the most for some reason. Yeah. And then if you got far enough, you could get to Freebird. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I would rock that song until it would go to the solo. And then I was screwed. <laughs> yeah. I was so in a fun. lot of trouble. But one of these days, Tyler, I'll have to come up there and show you what's up. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But um, did you ever play the full one where it was like the, the yeah, drummer? Yeah, rock too? band. Rock yeah, band, rock band. Yeah. Yep. I never yep. I never did that one. I've always wondered what it would be like to play the drums on that. Like, yeah. Actually, it's... so Tyler, you're a, you're a drummer too. Like, yeah, yeah. It does it like can, how do I say it? Playing rock band does it at least teach you anything about becoming a drummer if you wanted to? Yeah, well, because you got to use your feet and yeah. hands at the same time. So that's and I feel like you have to at least kind of be able to keep a beat. Also, like that's always the toughest part. I remember playing at rock band at a at a, like a friend's party and everyone just rotated every song. Yeah, but they but there was an extra person. So there was like the person singing, you know, and the yep. person playing guitar, person playing bass, person playing drums. But we had five people. And so they would always have someone play the drums while the other person did the, the bass pedal. Gotcha. So it was kind of like it was kind of like cheating. I was like, well, you, you guys, that's the same person. They're like, well, it's too hard to do both. And I'm like, but that's, well, that's what, what the I, whole that's, part that's, is. That's, that's what I do. Yeah. You know, that's like that's so, like driving a stick shift in your car and letting your girlfriend move the stick. Yeah. I mean, it's although it I just, can't really drive a stick, so. But it was. Can you drive it, a stick shift, Tyler? Oh, I lo- I prefer it. Yeah. Oh, really? I see. Yeah, I don't. Yes. I I can I can do it. I'm not great at it, but I realized I just didn't like doing it because I don't like having to actually think about when I'm driving. I like to just drive. Oh man, you know? I lo- I love it. Yeah, I love I, it. I never could do that. I yeah. I mean, I learned how to do it, and like I said, I'm not very good at it. But I'm sure that if I did it more, I would actually get good at it. I just. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I never. I've never owned one, so I don't really yeah. care. Tyler. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we got. You are headed out to both games at Civic Stadium. So, again, if you're headed out there, Brown Bears or Ivy League will get you a free Watcom Preps sticker. And, yeah. I mean, you can impress all your friends. Yeah, that's right. Or confuse them. Like, yeah. one, one of the two. But it helps spread the word of Watcom Preps. Yep. Um, but, anyway, yeah. He's Tyler Anderson. I'm Rylan Spencer. You have been listening to the Week 7 
sounds crazy to say, the week <laughs> seven preview here on the Whatcom Preps podcast. Enjoy the games. We will talk to you next week. What's that? <laughs>